And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, <laughs> when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, you know, I could have kicked myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl's my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the captivating Lisa Wolf. In this hour, William Bendix stars as Chester A. Riley in a comedy episode of The Life of Riley from 1950. But first... It's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Ron must correctly answer more true or false questions about Rod Stewart than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, please say hello to Ron. Hi, Ron. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm great. Where are you calling from? Georgia. All right. Terrific. We're glad to have you on the show. Hi, Ron. Hey, hi, Ken. How are you doing? I'm good. All right. Are you, are you a fan of Rod Stewart? Um, Today you are, what? right? Yes, yes. Today. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. Ron, these are all true or false, and so the first one is for you. Ron, his father bought him his first guitar in 1959. Is that true or false? Mm. I say it's true. Mm, you should probably lower your radio, uh, Ron, a little bit. We're getting a lot of feedback. Um, okay. So he says true. I'm going to say false. It's true. Ron's okay. got it right. There, you there go, we go. Here's That's for how me. you play the game. Carl, yes. Rod Stewart began his musical career as a harmonica player with the band The Dimension. True or false? True. Ron? False. It's true. Ooh. It's true. Wow, well, we've got a game. Here's now we've got a game. Ron, Rod's first hit song was Tonight's the Night. True or false? Mm. Tonight's the night. Yep, that's the true. one. Mm. I'm going to say false. It is false. Whoa. His first big hit was Maggie May. Oh, yeah. Here's for Ron. All right. That's okay. Carl's Carl, leading right now. Just a minute. Now. We're not done yet. Carl, Rod Stewart was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a solo artist in 1994. Sounds true. I'll say true. Okay. That sounds true to me, too. It is true. You guys, you guys mm-hmm. both got that right. Ron, in 2008, Billboard magazine ranked him the most successful artist on the Billboard Hot 100 all-time top artists. True or false? True. Sounds true to me. It is false. Ah. Um, he was ranked the 17th, but not the, not the most. He was number 17 on that list. Okay. 
Carl, Rod Stewart collected Louis Armstrong records and was influenced by his performing style. True or false? I'll say true. False. False is the right Whoa, answer. It was for... Al Jolson really? who influenced Ron. his performing style. We're tied How are we up. doing We're here? We're tied up right now. All right, now there's two questions left. All Let's right. do it, Ron. Okay. Ron, in 1994, oh, oh. Rod played in front of 3.5 million people in Rio de Janeiro and made it into the Guinness Book of World Records. I think that's true. False. It's true. Ah. It's correct. And that's for staging the largest free rock concert attendance in history. That's for Ron. Here's for Carl. There we go. Ron is winning. There we go. Final question, Carl. Okay. In 2009, Rod performed Do You Think I'm Sexy on the grand finale of American Idol season eight. I thought you were going to say he formed it. He played a duet with Carl for that song. Together, um, you yeah. guys are going to say, do you think I'm sexy <laughs> to each other? That's just not what I was thinking. All right, I'm going to say that that's true. Okay. What do you think? I say that's false. It is false. Whoa! It is false. He performed Here's Maggie May. Ron. He Here's killed you, Carl. Ron kicked my Good butt. Good job. You Ron made my night. Kicked my butt. You, are, uh, you beat the host, buddy. They're going <laughs> to get some fun CDs in the mail, all right? That was good, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Fantastic job. Thank you for calling in. It's great talking to you. Wow, Ron really, uh, (laughs) man, I'll tell you, he he showed me the way. That's uh, right. It always makes me happy. How to do it. All right, when we come back, it is the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Folks, do you eat food? If you do, (laughs) and you want to eat good food at very reasonable prices, you should be looking into Mies Meals, especially the very first time you order from Mies Meals. And Mies Meals will send food all across the country, healthy, delicious food. You get 50% off your first uh, order. By using the promo code CARL. What is Mies Meals? Well, Lisa Wolf is here to tell you all about it. Well, it's a meal delivery kit, but it's really much more than that. I'll tell you why. Every week, the Mies Meals chefs deliver a new menu. There's over 10 options to choose from. And then at home, we cook these delicious meals, and it's a breeze because everything is already sliced, diced, chopped, prepared, and ready to be 
put in the oven or put on the stove or whatever the directions tell us. So it comes with a little uh, recipe card. It gives you step-by-step instructions um, for each of the ingredients, and it really makes dinner a breeze. Yeah. So I don't have to grocery shop. I don't have to think what's for dinner tonight. I go through the menu. I choose what I like. And um, I kind of just put it together with a few simple steps, and I have a hot homemade meal anytime I want it. And the great thing is, like you said, every single week, it's new items. Every single week, you get new dinner items. And of course, there's always desserts and there's Mm -hmm. snacks and things. But like, I can't wait to look at the new website each week because there's always these new, really delicious meal options. We haven't decided what we're all getting this week yet. We're going to look. Right. We're looking at the the menu right now, but it's always has a great variety of things. I know Mike usually chooses a meat. I know he had like Italian beef sandwiches this week. Carl usually has a chicken. You had a mango chicken this week. And I had, I know, and I had like a rice sweet potato tofu combo and it was delicious. And it's really kind of fun. Dan gets to have one good meal a week. You bet. And it's kind of fun. You can make dinner with your husband, with your daughter, with whoever you want, or put it together and, um, it's just a nice way to get the family together for a good homemade meal. And you're going to you're going to find things there that you would normally not make maybe because it's like wow, look at this. Mm-hmm. Um I can't wait to look what the menu is this week, but folks, you have to try it. It's amazing. You will love Mee's meals. It's really easy. Just go to their website Mee's M E E Z meals.com. Don't forget use the promo code CARL at checkout. And you will save 50% on your first order. Why don't you try it? See if you don't love it as much as me, Lisa, and Mike. Every single week we order. We love it so much. And uh, use that promo code. Yeah, check out the menu and go through it. There's 10, 12 options each week. And you'll be... um really surprised at, at what great ideas there are, what great options there are. And there's some really healthy, you know, combinations of food that, again, like you mentioned, you may never have thought of yourself, but it's it's a really um, a good home-cooked, healthy and it's, meal. It is delicious, too, mm-hmm. folks. I'm telling you, I love Mies Meals. Go to MiesMeals.com, M-E-E-Z Meals.com. Check out all of the uh, all of the offers and use the promo code CARL at checkout. Save 50% on your first order. Okay, it's time now for The Life of Riley. This was on the air a long, long time. Came to radio in 1941, lasted until 1951. This was created by a very good friend of mine. He was an amazing guy, Irving Brecker. Uh, I used to go to his house. He had a beautiful apartment on Wilshire Boulevard, And we would talk about the days that he was not only creating and writing this show and directing it, but he wrote for the Marx Brothers. We used to go to the Hillcrest Country Club together. Such a wonderful guy and a very talented guy. He actually won two Academy Awards and he had him on his he had him on his piano. I'll never forget. And in his apartment, he had very thick red carpet um, and then this beautiful piano and he never played the piano for me, but maybe maybe he did play, play the yeah. piano. I don't know. But he, but he had his two Academy Awards. He wrote Bye Bye Birdie, mm-hmm. which is one of the movies he wrote. He wrote a lot of the Marx Brothers films. Anyway, super talented guy. He created this series and cast William Bendix as Chester A. Riley, who was a, an airplane riveter and family man in his. Uh, he'd always say, "What a revolting development this is." Uh, great comedy. Um, you're going to love this uh, episode, December 8th, 1950. 
and a junior, his son, goes into the lawn mowing business. Part one now of the life of Riley. Hey, Riley. Yeah. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What else? Smoother, smoother, smoother flavor. Zest and sparkle, millions favor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. With a sincere wish for good weather everywhere, we apologetically report to the rest of the nation that this day dawned bright and sunny in the part of California where Chester A. Riley lives. He rose early, ate a hearty breakfast, and since the aircraft plant is closed today, Riveter Riley decided to put his holiday to good use by doing various odd jobs around the house, jobs that he'd neglected to do for some time. So Riley dutifully took his tool chest, went out into the backyard, and for his first chore began to put up a new hammock. He hammered a large nail into the tree, hammered a nail into the other tree, And then he put up the hammock and stretched out in it to test it and see if the nails were secure enough to support his weight. Now, that was at 10 o'clock. It is now 12.30, and the test is still going on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm shot. I'm shot. Peg, why did you do it? Take it easy, Pop. I didn't hit you. What? What? Junior. Junior, what are you doing with that gun? I'm just shooting at that bulge in the tree there. Uh, well, you hit the bulge in the hammock. <laughs> oh, you want to kill somebody? Oh, gee, I'm sorry, Pop. I didn't mean to hit you honest. But it's only a BB gun. It can't hurt you. Can't hurt me? Oh! Oh! What's all the yelling oh. about, Riley? Why are you sitting so funny? Well, your son almost blew my brains out. <laughs> Junior. I'm sorry. Honest, Pop. Some son you got. A sniper. (laughs) Ain't you got nothing better to do than go around taking pot shots at people? I'll shoot a tin can. Now, you be more careful with that gun, Junior. You're not going to be allowed to play with it. Some kid. When I was your age, I didn't go around shooting my father behind his back. (laughs) Why don't you go play baseball? Ah, there's nobody to play with. Most of the gang went camping up to Big Bear Lake for the weekend. Why didn't you go camping? Because you said you wouldn't spend the money. (laughs) Always excuses. Anyway, there's other things to do besides going camping. You can have fun right here in town. Why don't you go swimming? The only place to go around here is the Y. Well, why don't you go there? Because you wouldn't give me the $7 to join. First, I didn't want to give you money for camping. Now I don't want to give you the money for the Y. Next thing, you'll be calling me a tightwad. (laughs) Go on, say it, say it. I dare you say I'm a tightwad. Well, you are a tightwad. I ain't asking you. I'm asking him. (laughs) Can I go now, Pop? No, you stay here. Now, listen here, young man. You got two weeks Christmas vacation ahead of you, so you better find something better to do with your time than hanging around the house all day. Well, at least you could be constructive, Riley. What do you want him to do? Well, let him get a job, go to work. But it's my vacation. So what? When I was your age, I worked every school vacation. I was ambitious. Why, one summer alone, I had a job with an ice man, then I got a job helping a milkman, then I helped run a corner newsstand, then I got a job in a livery stable. What's the matter? Couldn't you hold a job? <laughs> He's such a wise guy. 
There's one rule in life you ought to know, and that rule is learn the meaning of hard work when you're young, like I did. Then you'll get somewhere when you're old. Like you did. (laughs) There's an exception to every rule. Now, look here, Junior. Tomorrow morning, you look through the one-heads. Oh, Riley. He's only 14. Now, he's studied hard at school all term. Let him have a little fun. Sure, I want to have some fun. Fun. That's the trouble with the kids of today. That's all they think of. Fun, fun, fun. But work? Oh, no, let the old man work. Well, why shouldn't he have some fun? A boy's got to learn to stand on his own two feet. He's got to learn to be self-reliant. That's the American way. Ain't you ashamed, Junior, coming to me every week, week after week, for your allowance? No. No? You're not ashamed to ask me? Why should I be ashamed? I ask you, but you never give it to me. (laughs) Again with the money. Now, just for that, I'm going to teach you a lesson, Junior. You ain't getting a cent out of me all during your vacation. Oh, Pa. If you want money, you'll have to work for it. Now, Riley, why don't you think about it? And and, and later when you feel that... I mean it. My head is made up. (laughs) Work, work. That's my motto. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's a lazy loafer. Oh, but Pa... Stop swinging this hammock. I want to take a little cat nap. (laughs) Wake me up in six hours. Oh, you're home early, dear. Yeah, I walked instead of taking the bus. Where's Junior? On the back porch, I think. He was a minute ago. Oh, did he look for a job today? Well, he disappeared right after he got home from school. Maybe. Maybe. You don't know? I've got more important things to worry about. What's more important than your boy's future? I want to know if he looked for a job today. Well, then go ask him. All right, I will. Junior! Junior! I'm out here, Pop. Oh. Oh, Junior. Uh, oh, oh, hi, fellas. Hi, Mr. Riley. Hi. Junior, uh, did you look for a job today? No, Pop, I... I thought I told you you're going to work this vacation. Oh, I am. But I'm going into business for myself. What? Yeah, mowing lawns. Me and Joey and Willie here. We're partners. See, if we can get a hold of ten bucks, we can rent three lawnmowers. And with the three of us working, boy, we'll clean up. Oh, now, Junior. You're still a child going into business for yourself. Anything to get out of work. <laughs> but, Pop, this way... You'll never make a go of it. You, you know the kind of a neighborhood this is. Every guy mows his own lawn. You don't. <laughs> or gets his wife to do it. <laughs> well, yeah. But if we get three lawnmowers... Don't lawn you know mowers... the only way to make an honest dollar is to put in your eight hours every day and collect your pay at the end of the week? But we can make this pay off if we can only get the lawnmowers. Sure, Mr. Riley. Well, we can make oodles a boodle. We can make each. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. At least it's better than loafing. You're making a stab at work. I'll give you the ten bucks. Oh, you will, Pop? Yeah, there you are. Here. Oh, oh, boy, thanks, Mr. Pal. Riley. We'll pay you back, Pop. Ah, oh, forget it. But believe me, it's just throwing away good dough. You'll never make a go of this. Oh, sure we will. We got 40 customers lined up. Five dollars each for a month. That's $200 a month. Well, gosh, in 12 months, that's um, $2,400. Partners, I think we can make a go of this Partners? What does he mean, we? Well, it's my ten bucks that's putting you in business What does he mean, my? You gave it to us Gave it to you? Oh, you kids have got a lot to learn about business I didn't give it to you I ain't no philanderer, I'm an investor (laughs) I'm bringing in the capital, ain't I? 
Well, if you don't want to give it to us, then lend it to us. And we'll pay you 4% interest, just like a bank. Oh, you want a loan? Well, okay. What's your security? Security? Well, sure, that's what the bank would want. Pop, I give you my word, you'll get the dough back. <laughs> what bank would take the word of O'Reilly? <laughs> uh, I've been all through that. Uh... Well, okay, I, I guess we'll have to make you a partner. Yeah, I guess so. Everything was going along so nice. Well, what are you worrying about? I'll be fair. I'll let you kids have a controlling interest. All I want is a measly 49%. <laughs> that leaves 51% for the three of you. And any time you want to get rid of me, all you have to do is call a meeting of the stockholders and you can vote me out of the corporation. Oh, can we do that? Well, sure. I'll draw up the bylaws and we'll make it legal. Now, anything else we need? Oh, hey, yeah. We need some dough to buy weed killer. It's $2.50 a gallon. $2.50? Well, that's ridiculous. I know where to get some weed killer for 75 cents a gallon. Well, that stuff's no good. Yeah, the other stuff's guaranteed. Now, look, it's all the same stuff. It's just different labels. The weeds know, don't know the difference. <laughs> but, Pop... Look, it... look, don't try to tell me about weed killer. You get the 75 cent stuff. Okay. All right, Pop. You see, I just saved you two and a quarter. You need a guy like me in the organization. Now, okay, fellas, get the lawnmowers and the weed killer and get to work bright and early tomorrow. The Riley Lawnmowing Company is now in business. And remember our motto, don't let the grass grow under your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Life of Riley with uh, William Bendix as Riley. These were just hilarious. Uh, Paula Winslow playing Peg. And then you had John Brown as Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. He'll be in the next uh, segment. Uh, he also doubled as Gillis, his best friend. So he played two parts. Uh, probably didn't get any extra money for that, you know. Um, like, you don't get any extra money when you do all your... Uh, I do a lot of extra things that um, I just do. You're just already to... too expensive. I Me? Think. I think you need a. Uh, I think we got to renegotiate. <laughs> I think we got to renegotiate your. You contract. are absolutely right. We yeah. do. I think you we are gotta... absolutely right. You know, times are we... tough. Times yeah, are tough. We do need to renegotiate. I agree. I agree I, on we... that. It's a new year. Yeah. All right. More of Hollywood 360 after this. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Super excited. We launched our Boston Blackie Kickstarter. And uh, we had a couple of people, I was talking about it earlier, I had a couple of people uh, send me emails saying, you know, um, I, uh, I'd i love to uh, pledge on the Kickstarter, but it's a little difficult for me. I'm not great with Kickstarter. 
and this and that. You can call. You can call a number, and uh, I will I will t- explain it all to you. Take your pledge. Now, don't forget, we do not charge your credit card, okay? Kickstarter will not charge your credit card. I will not charge your credit card um, unless we hit our funding goal. So unless you're getting your Boston Blackie CDs or digital downloads, we do not charge your credit card. So you pledge. We hold your credit card information. If we do hit the funding goal between now and 59 more days, because it's a 60-day Kickstarter. So at some point in that 60 days, if we hit our funding goal, that means that we are going to save the series. We're going to transfer all of the episodes, Doug Hopkinson, uh, in California, is an expert on on this, and he did the Bold Ventures. So if you got your Bold Venture digital discs or your CDs and you play those, you will hear the quality of what Doug can do. He is an expert at extracting the audio from these 16-inch transcription discs. So if you want to help us save Boston Blackie, including all 218 episodes, now don't forget, you don't have to get all 218 episodes. You can get some or all of the uh, Boston Blackie series. Most people do want all of them, though. It's kind of cool. Um, you can you can call a number, and I will be happy to walk you through it, take your credit card information, not charge your credit card unless we hit our funding goal, and the number to call. And if I don't answer, just leave your name and phone number, and I will call you back at some point. That number is 815 900 Seven five three five, eight one five nine hundred seven five three five. Now, if you can do it on Kickstarter, it makes it a lot easier. Um, and uh, just go to uh, our Kickstarter website by searching Boston Blackie Kickstarter. They'll take you right there. But if you don't want to deal with that, you can call and talk to me eight one five nine hundred seven five three five. Be happy to take your pledge over the phone. Again, if I don't answer, please leave your name and telephone number, and I will call you back as soon as I possibly can. All right, we're listening to The Life of Riley with William Bendix. As Riley, very funny show starring uh, William Bendix and Paula Winslow, John Brown. It was created by my good pal Irving Brecker. This is a December 8th, 1950 broadcast, very funny broadcast. Here's the conclusion. Hi, Peg. Boys here yet? Uh, yeah, they're here. Oh, it's well. Now, just a minute. Uh, we got a meeting, Peg. That's what I want to talk to you about. Now, why don't you leave those kids alone? Well, now, Peg, I'm helping them. Now, but... listen to me. They're better off without your help. Well, that's a nice remark to state. The way you talk, you'd think I was trying to swindle well, them. Well, I, I didn't mean that. Only I think... Well, I, I couldn't you... even if I tried. I only got 49% of the profits. They get 51%. Why should you get so much? Well, how do I know there'll be any profits? Suppose they don't vote any. Well, that's right. right. They don't have to vote any profits. No. With their 51%, they control the vote. <laughs> Riley, I, I don't think you were very smart on this deal. No. <laughs> well, don't you worry. I thought of everything. On paper, they control the vote. But you don't think Junior will vote against me. No, the two of us will decide what profits are taken out. And if the other two kids step out of line, why... We'll just vote them out of the corporation. (laughs) Oh, Riley, you wouldn't do that. Peg, there's no room for sentiment in business. 
Besides, it'll be a good experience for the other two kids. It'll train them for the future. But, Riley... No, no, later, Peg. I got this meeting. Hi, Mr. Riley. Hi, Pop. Oh, hi, partners. Okay, the meeting of the stockholders of the Riley Lawnmower Company is now called to order. Ow! Oh, my hand. We gotta buy a gavel. Okay, Treasurer Junior, let's have your report. Well... To date, we've collected uh, $75. And huh? we spent $6 for the weed killer. That leaves $69 cash on hand. Well, that's not bad, partners. Not bad for one week's work. Now we've got to decide how much of this $69 goes for your salaries and how much for profit. Now, uh, how about $15 for salaries? $15? Yeah, and $54 for profits. Do I hear a motion? Yeah, I move the whole $69 be paid out in salaries. 23 each for the three of us, me, Junior, and Willie. Second the motion. Oh, no, 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 wait a minute. No, no, you can't do that. There's a motion on the floor. Yeah, take a vote. Uh, okay, if you want to vote, you'll get a vote. This is a fair and square outfit. All those in favor of this ridiculous, stupid motion, say aye. <laughs> Joey? Aye. <laughs> Willie? Aye. <laughs> and I vote no, so the motion is defeated. Hey, wait a minute, Junior didn't vote. What? What? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, okay, Junior, let's hear you vote. I vote I. Uh, you see? Ah! <laughs> uh, we win. 51% to 49. Okay, here's the dough, fellas. 23 for you. 23. Oh, wait a minute. 23 for you, Junior. No, 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 just a minute. Here's yours, Willie. Oh, boy. Now, wait, you can't do this. Here's your share, Junior. Oh, don't take the money, Junior. Oh, boy, 23 bucks. You're out of order. You can't get away with this. I'll take my $10 back. Okay. I move we give Mr. Riley his $10 back and kick him out of the corporation. No, wait. Second the motion. No fair. All those in favor? Aye. No. Aye. No. Aye. Aye. I mean, no. <laughs> Junior, you can't do this. Okay, Mr. Riley, here's your $10 well, back. Well, this ain't legal. You can't do it. Oh, yes, we can. It says so in the bylaws. Those bylaws are crooked. <laughs> but you wrote them, Pop. But I... You... This is... Oh, what a revolting development this is. And now back to The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Well, the Riley Lawn Mowing Company is still a going concern, only without its president and founder, Chester A. Riley, who was ousted in a shrewdly executed voting maneuver on the part of majority stockholders Junior, Joey, and Willie, age 14, 13, and 12 and a half, respectively. My own son. My own son. Oh, stop it, Riley. My own son stuck a knife in my back. Well, you deserve it. I deserve it? Is that a way for a son to act? Young Henry Ford didn't do it old Henry Ford. Young Nelson Rockefeller didn't do it old John Rockefeller. Young Sears didn't do it old Roebuck. <laughs> but young Riley can do it to old Riley. That's okay, eh? Well, there's no room for sentiment in business. What kind of a stupid remark is that? <laughs> you said it first. Yeah, and I was right. That was the smartest stupid remark I ever made. <laughs> well, I'll teach them a lesson they'll never forget. There's nothing much you can do about it, dear. Oh, no? Well, you take a look in the backyard. Hmm? Uh. Why, it's a lawnmower. Uh. Where'd you get it? It's a power lawnmower, and I rented it. What for? With that lawnmower, I can mow lawns in one-tenth the time it takes those kids. So I'm going to hire some boys, pay them next to nothing, undercut Junior's prices, <laughs> take all their customers away, and put them out of business. That's the kind of a man I am. 
<laughs> and you're not ashamed to admit it. Uh, For heaven's sake, Riley, why don't you leave those kids alone? Now, you got your money back. It ain't the money. I'm going to teach those kids a lesson in business. It'll be an education for them. They got to learn just because they're big businessmen, they can't shove the little fella around. <laughs> You're the little fella? Well, Why, the three of them together weigh less than you do. <laughs> I'm going to throw my weight around. They got to be taught a lesson. You'll see by this time tomorrow, they'll come crawling back to me, begging me to come back in the corporation. Oh, Riley, this is the meanest thing I ever heard of. How can you be so petty? Taking advantage of kids. When I married you, I never realized you had this side to your character. Yeah, well, there's nothing you can do about it now. You're stuck with me. <laughs> I'll show them. They think they got me licked. Well, they'll find out I don't give up that easy. A Riley never says die until he's dead six months. Nonsense. You're no different from my other customers. <laughs> Digger, it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> what are you doing here on my threshold? I came to see you on business. In that case, let's not stand out here on the street. Come into my parlor and stretch out. <laughs> I like to see people comfortable during a business discussion. Okay. Oh, dear. Uh, what's the matter, Digger? I haven't got my key with me. Ring the bell, will you? Huh? Oh, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Someone must be home. Ah, yes, here comes one of my sons. Hello, Papa. You know my youngest son, Moss Bank? Oh, yeah, sure. Hey, he's getting to be a big boy. Oh, yes, pretty soon he'll be big enough to help me carry the load. What are you doing with that shovel, son? Just playing, Papa. I'm digging a hole in the backyard. <laughs> Bully for you. Make it a nice big hole and Papa will give you something to put in it. I'm buying a new weeping willow tree. Thanks, Papa. Charming you. I believe boys ought to learn how to plant things at an early age. It helps them later on. Now, what did you want to see me about, Riley? Well, Digger, I'd like to mow your lawn for you for a small fee. But your son, Junior, and his friends are doing it for me now. And they're doing a bully job, too. Well, I'll do better. But I made a deal with the boys. We have a verbal contract. Break it. Oh, I can't do that. Twenty years in business, and I've never broken my word yet. When I make a promise to a customer, the promise is always carried out. <laughs> and so is the customer. <laughs> but you're paying Junior $5. I'll, I, I'll do it for two fifty. No, no, I don't approve of price cutting. I tried it once in my business. It was disastrous. A customer came along. I offered to do the job for 100 My competitor cut the price to 50 I got angry and went down to 25 He went down to 10 One thing led to another. We started calling each other insulting names. He kept throwing dirt in my face, and I kept throwing dirt in his face. Nobody was throwing dirt in the customer's face. <laughs> but, Digger, I'll do the job for two fifty, dollars uh, $2. No, no, Riley. And if you ask me, I don't think it's very nice of you to compete with your son, Junior. Now, look, Digger, I didn't come here for a lecture. 
And if that's going to be your attitude, you and me are through. Even if you wanted to, I don't want you for my customer. Oh, I'm sorry, dear chum. As far as I'm concerned, there are no hard feelings. And believe me, I'll always want you for my customer. Cheerio, <laughs> you'd better be shoveling off. Junior? I don't know. He just said, be at the house and... Oh, here comes Joey now. Hiya, Joey. Hi, fellas. Well, what's up, Joey? Why'd you call a meeting? Something wrong? Plenty. You know that weed killer your father made us buy? What about it? It worked good. It kills the weed. It works too good. It not only kills the weeds, it kills the grass. You're kidding. Honest. I went to Peterson's house. You should see that lawn. There just isn't any grass. Just, just a couple of patches here and there. And I checked on all the other lawns. They're just as bad. Holy smoke, all of them? All of them. What'll we do? Mr. Peterson says we have to put in a new lawn or he'll make trouble for us. Gee, we'll have to work for weeks and we won't make a sale. We'll lose money. It's all your father's fault, Junior. He got us to use that cheap weed killer. Gee, guys, I'm sorry. A lot of good that does us. Gee, what'll we do? Oh, watch it. Here comes your old man, the big brain. <laughs> cut it out, Joey. Well, 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 if it isn't the big businessmen. Oh, lay off, will you, Pop? Uh, what's the matter, boys? Why the long faces? You look worried. Why shouldn't we? It's all your fault, Mr. Riley. On account of you, we'll probably lose all our customers. Oh, so you found out about the jam I got you into, huh? <laughs> but I didn't expect you to cave in this fast. <laughs> now, look, I don't want to be too tough on you. I think you've learned your lesson. Now, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll come back in the organization. You want to come back? On one condition. That I'm the boss. I decide who gets what, what profits there are. I have full responsibility. And as far as you're concerned, you, you fellas have just got jobs. You, you're working for me, okay? But, Pop, there's something you ought to know. Oh, I don't want to know nothing. Yes or no? But, Pop, we just found Shut out... Shut up, Junior. Yep. Is it a deal? We'll have to pay for all the damages if you're boss. What damages? That weed killer of yours ruined all the lawns. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised at you, Junior. Just because you don't want me running things, you make up a cock and bull story like that and you expect me to fall for it? <laughs> well, I'm just a little bit too smart for you. <laughs> That's right, Mr. Riley. No use trying to fool you. Oh, you bet there isn't. But, Pop... Quiet, Junior. That's right. You're too smart for us dopey kids. Yep. Well, what do you say, fellas? Is it a deal? Am I the boss? Yes, sir, Mr. Riley. Willie, I'm the boss? Oh, sure. Junior? Okay, if that's what you want, boss. Uh-huh. Now, just so that there's no misunderstanding, I got a little agreement here that I want you to sign. Here, here's a pen. Okay. No, no, wait a minute. No, no, read it. I want you to know what you're signing so you won't say that I tricked you. This paper just says that I have full charge and absolute control. That's okay by us. Uh-huh. There. Sign, Willie. Ah, now you, Junior. Ah, that does it. Now, let this be a lesson to you, kids. If you want to get somewhere in business, it ain't luck. It ain't tricks. It's brains that does it. Yeah. <laughs> you taught us a lesson, all right. Hey there, Joey. I want to talk to you. Oh, oh it's Mr. Peterson. Well, Joey, what are you going to do about my lawn? I advise nah, you... No, 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 no. Just a minute, mister. If you've got something to say about your lawn, you better talk to me. What have you got to do with it? Well, I have full charge and responsibility. Oh, is that so? Yeah, these kids just work for me. I got a paper to prove it. Uh, see? <laughs> well, I'm very glad to hear that. <laughs> 
I just spoke to my lawyer, and I found out you can't sue a minor. But seeing you're in charge, I want to tell you something. I'm not only speaking for myself, but for ten other people as well. Unless you repair the damage your phony weed killer did to our lawns, we're going to drag you into court and make you pay through that big, fat nose of yours. Goodbye! Wait! I'm a minor! Wait! <laughs> they did it! The kids did it! I didn't do it! But, Mr. Riley, you're the boss. Well, yeah, you're it! Well, you, why, you... You swindlers, you tricked me. Why didn't you tell me about the weed killer? I told you, Pop, you wouldn't believe me. Yeah, you were too smart for us. Let this be a lesson to you, Mr. Riley. If you want to get somewhere in business, it ain't luck. It ain't tricks. It's... I know, I know. It's brains. And believe me, I wish I knew where to get some. Peg, you don't seem to realize the spot I'm in. Every night when I come home dead tired, I'll have to put in a couple of hours on those lawns. And all day Saturday and Sunday and holidays. And my two weeks vacation next summer. Uh, well, what's there to laugh about? Well, I think it's very funny. I don't want to be an I told you so, but uh, I told you so. Uh, well, all right, so you told me so. But I wouldn't be in this gym if it wasn't for that Joey. At least my junior warned me, but I didn't listen. That junior's okay. He plays square. He's a real honest kid. He tried to do me a real good turn, and I'll never forget it. Now, I wonder how I can trick him into doing those lawns for me. <laughs> Suppose I tell him that I'm sick, and the doctor won't let me get up out of bed. And friends, do you hear what I hear? A lawnmower and Chester A. Riley. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do I need? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavor. Zest and sparkle, millions favor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. This is Riley, alias William Bendix. And so they were married. But John and Mary didn't live happily ever after. Quarrels over money almost separated them until they asked family service for help in budgeting. Now John and Mary are on their second honeymoon, thanks to family service. Just one of 155 agencies supported by your community chest contribution. Give enough to do enough. Pledge now to your community chest. No other gift does so much for so many. Pabst Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Ship. Music by Lou Kosloff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow, Digger O'Dell is John Brown, and Junior is Bobby Ellis. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. See you next week. Jimmy Wallington speaking. 
Tomorrow, Herbert Marshall plays the mysterious man called X on NBC. You know, it's interesting on this Life of Riley episode when John Brown was playing Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker, he had his son with him, uh, and some kid on the show was trying to do that same kind of voice. I've never heard his son on any of these shows. I wonder if that didn't go over that well and they only tried it a couple of weeks or whatever, but uh, interesting to hear on this December 8th, 1950 episode, William Bendix as Chester A. Riley. And uh, a show sponsored by Paps Beer uh, is heard on NBC. Hope you enjoyed that. Time for This Month in Music History. We are going back to a song with a top spot from 1981. Jenny was Jessie, a girl. Jesse. Oh, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Springfield. Oh, yeah, Rick Springfield. I Love remember him. I think he dated... I'm pretty sure he dated the girl who played The Exorcist. You know, um, Blair? Blair? Linda? Linda Blair. I think he and Linda Blair were were an item for a while. Interesting. Well, he wished he... I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, he was lusting lusting after his friend's girlfriend right here. (laughs) I was was wrong once in 1977. Right. So So it's possible. So this is is 2024? Yes, so, it is. This is 2024? Mm-hmm. So I might be wrong. It's possible. It's, t- it's time, actually. I, you know, can't keep up you know, with dating. I can't even co- keep up with your date. I mean, so. it is time for me to be wrong. <laughs> Could be. For all this time. It's possible. But I think Rick Springfield and Linda Blair dated for quite a while. I wouldn't know. All right. Let's all right. find out. Okay. On this break. Okay. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what can be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. I've maintained my streak. I I was right. You were right. Yeah. Rick Springfield and Linda Blair did date. They did. He was 25 and she was 15. So I don't think that's That's a match made in heaven necessarily because where was her mother? You know, there are laws against that. (laughs) Anyways, uh, we've got Name That Tune coming up and we need a caller. It's all Rod Stewart songs. If you think you would be a great contestant, give us a call. 312-642-5600. We need caller number nine. And then after we play the game, we're going to listen to Escape starring Paul Fries from 1948. So a lot coming your way. Stick around. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. 
We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.